The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Daniel O'Donnell, good morning. Hi, Pat. Great to be with you. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. You are a very busy man. Well, doing bits and pieces. I'm lucky to be. I'm lucky to be still at it. <laughs> I was looking at your stats. You know, when I would look up who's sold the most records here, or how many million so and so has sold. But when I look at your track record, I mean, a charting album every year for 35 consecutive years. I know, it's amazing really, and the UK charts, and if this album happens to go in the charts, that'll be 36. And I was, we were on tour last week and I said to the audience, now there's no pressure on you to buy the album, <laughs> but like, you know, It'll be 36 years if you get this one in the charts. Do you know, Pat, I could never have thought when I started, I made my first record in February 1983, over 40 years ago. I could never have thought that the things would work the way they did and that I would be so long and so lucky and have so much enjoyment out of it for all the years. Now, I mentioned the 36 consecutive, well, 35, coming up the 36 in a row. There's nobody, I don't think, in in any genre, anywhere, that could replicate that, not even Dolly Parton. No, well, I suppose the thing about it is there's very few, if any, other singers who would record every year like I do. And I've had an album, I've had an album every year since 1983, you know, and some... Some years there was a couple of albums released, um, you know, so I've recorded endlessly. And that's why I suppose that I'm able to have all these uh, chart albums, you know, down through the years. So I don't think it'll be it'll be replicated. Somebody asked me in an interview not long ago, did was I worried about somebody breaking my record? I said, in 35 years, I'll be 96. I says, and I won't give a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> That's if, they, if they're only starting now. Um, Daniel, yeah. you know, the total is more than 60 albums, though. And so in some years, you've released more than one album, compilations and collections uh, uh, and so on. But when you try to distill down the secret of your success, what do you tell yourself? Well, I suppose through the years, Pat, all I've tried to do is entertain. I've done what I loved. I've sung the songs that I love. Every song that I sing, I want to sing it. I'm sure all singers want to sing the songs, but I absolutely just love doing what I do. And that's really all I've, I've tried, I suppose, for the most part, as far as the way I've conducted myself, if I could do something for somebody, I would do it. If I had something good to say about somebody, I would say it. And if I didn't have anything to say, I wouldn't say something bad. You know, and I think that's the way I've lived as much as I can. Now, some people used to think that you were too good to be true, that, uh, you know, you're goody two-shoes, we Daniel from Donegal. But really, you are what it says on the tin. Well, you know, I just, I just, did what I, I could do and I don't, I, I never tried to be anything more than I was and, you know, just, I've been lucky with 
the the loyalty of the of the people who followed what I did. You know, uh, I I I was lucky that what I liked, a lot of people liked too. Yeah. And and I'm aware that you know everybody has different tastes, and everybody's not going to like everything that I do. But there was enough people that enjoyed it that allowed me to have a great career. Now, you're so busy. Uh, in addition to recording and this uh, new album just out, uh, that takes a lot of time. Then I, I've been trying to find you and I discover you're on a cruise ship, entertaining people on a cruise ship, or you're in the UK on a tour, or you're in the US on a tour. You never stop. Well, when we finish now, just um, the end of this week, I go to America and we're there for about six weeks really into the middle of December, which is longer than we normally do, but it's just how it worked out. Then in, in January and February, March, we're in New Zealand and Australia. Um, we'll be back in Ireland. We have some shows in May and some shows in August. I mean, if people want to know that the tickets go on sale for them all around the beginning of December, but if they just want to go on the danielodonnell.org, you'll see all the places. We're going to be, you know, we're going to be in Dublin and Cork and Limerick and Belfast and Derry and lots, Wexford, you know, Wexford, loads of places. So just go on and look and you'll see. But mm. um, I, I enjoy that, you know, I enjoy doing the shows and, and you know, to be able to go out and we did a tour last summer and had a great audiences everywhere we went. So, yeah, I, I just feel very fortunate that I'm able to, to continue. Mm-hmm. Um, you obviously are very busy with uh, the, the touring and so on, but you have time for other activities. I mean, you have a, a very nice brand in in self-irony when you became the fellow who wanted to repair the gas boiler. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> you know, I never thought, I don't think about these things, uh, you know, that, that they'll, they'll take on a life. And that definitely did take on a life because if I could give you or if you could give me a penny for everybody that asked me to fix their boiler, you wouldn't believe, <laughs> you know, and it's really funny, you know, because the, the, and, and the strangest of places people will say, and you know, I, I don't want to be keeping, you know, but one year this fella phoned, I got this, this, my phone rang and this fella came on and he said, he says, would you be able to fix me boiler? Would you be able to put in an appointment? I says, what? He says, um, would you be able to come and fix the boiler? I says, are you having a laugh? He says, is that, is that Daniel? I says, yeah. You can't believe, but somebody, I don't know how he got my number, but the boiler man was called Daniel too. And this <laughs> fellow could not believe that he ended up getting me. And that mm. it was, uh, we laughed so much. And, and then at Christmas, he phoned me up. I just wanted to wish the boiler man a happy Christmas. Mm. Well, well, it was it was a great ad. There's no doubt. I, I bumped into Jedward. I, I was out walking in the summer, and I bumped into Jedward, and they were hugely excited that they were following in your footsteps. Too, I know. I saw them doing it. <laughs> they're great, you know. They really are great. And we have. A, I actually just did an ad now for Hidden Hearing, um, which is uh, will be coming on soon. And um, I don't. I, I'm, I'm not when when they're doing the ads. I don't exactly know how they're going to turn out. You know that kind of way. You don't know what way they're going to put them together. So I'm not sure what the head and the ear nad is going to look like. But it's obviously to promote 
uh, hearing health for people uh, that's very important. There's a lot of people that are hard of hearing, but they don't realize it. And doing something about it will make a huge difference. I actually seen Rick Astley on talking about it over in the UK. He has a hearing aid and Magella uh, couldn't live without her hearing aid. She has very poor hearing and um, she was for a long time, didn't do anything about it. And it makes a huge difference to people, you know, to get hearing aids yeah. if they and need them. In, in the business that you're in for so long, Daniel, um, I'm sure you have to wear in-ear headphones yeah. a, a lot of the time and uh, that's not good for your ears. No, I'm very lucky though. I had my hearing checked there not long ago and I'm, I have quite good hearing. You know, I suppose my hearing would be age-related um, deficiency or whatever, you know, decline or whatever you want to call it. I, but I don't have a great problem. I can hear things good. But like when we're in the house, I'm used to maybe the television, but when we're in the house, the two of us, and if Siobhan comes in, she'll say, oh, my God, if you could only hear the noise of the television. <laughs> and I remember my poor mother. My mother was fairly deaf, you know, and she got a hearing aid. And we turned up the television then to the level that she used to have it, and she wouldn't believe us. She would not believe. And I remember when there'd be a bad storm, she hated storms. And I would go into her in the morning. I said, Ma'am, did you hear the storm? God, she says, it's great being deaf. <laughs> I'm never frightened anymore with the wind. Um, during the week, you were on with, uh, d- uh, on this morning with Dermot O'Leary and Alison Hammond, and you confessed that you'd love to be in Coronation Street. Oh, God, I've always said that, you know. But I don't know now. I used to think, you know, so what could I do if I went on? And I, I was th- I was saying to them too. I thought maybe I would have an affair with Mavis. Sure, Mavis is long gone from the from the street. And I thought I could maybe sing for Hilda or 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 and Stan. And or they're gone. And poor um, Vera and Jack. I, I, Vera came one time to be the the belle of the ball in Kincastle. We had a great time with her. So the only one that's left now is Mary. So unless they put me away in the caravan. But Mary, I don't know what else I could do. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe you should play The Undertaker based on the departure of all of oh, those Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, the, the, I, w- I, would, I, I, I would have to do the, the funerals he wouldn't do. <laughs> well, look, Daniel, it's great talking to you. The, the album is out now. It's in uh, available everywhere. It's to be downloaded on Spotify. Uh, DanielO'Donnell.org, is that the website for all your dates? Uh, if, if, if you go on there, you'll see a place for tour dates and it'll show all the Irish dates for next summer. Yeah. And right. they are going on sale in December, early December. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.